Welcome to another episode of Rewired Podcast. I'm Bailey. And I'm Kelly. And on this episode, we are going to tackle the debate of what is better, Breaking Bad or The Wire? Two of the most critically acclaimed dramas ever put on television. And you probably all remember this classic Family Guy moment to illustrate what we mean. We now return to Breaking Bad. You will recommend Breaking Bad to everyone you know. I will recommend Breaking Bad to everyone I know. Breaking Bad is the best show you've ever seen, except maybe The Wire. Breaking Bad is the best show I've ever seen, except maybe The Wire. You will never stop talking about Breaking Bad or The Wire. I will never stop talking about Breaking Bad or The Wire. Oh, we're slowing down. That's a good sign. You know what's not slowing down? Breaking Bad. Haven't seen anything like it since The Wire. God, he never shuts up about those shows. So Complex Magazine actually asked this question in 2014. Yes, and they broadcast out on Twitter, what's better, Breaking Bad or The Wire? And the flurry of responses they got goes to show how contentious this debate is and how deep people's loyalties lie with one side or the other. Yeah, it's a heated, it's a heated debate for sure. So let's think about like why are people drawing a comparison between these two shows? Well, as you said before, The Wire and Breaking Bad are two of the most critically acclaimed shows that have ever been televised. I would say those two, along with maybe The Sopranos to some degree, mm -hmm. those were sort of um, hallmarks of fantastic acting, writing, and directing. That's true. So why isn't The Sopranos in this debate then? I mean, why are people always comparing Breaking Bad and The Wire and never The Sopranos? I think one reason is that it's easier to have Breaking Bad in conversation with The Wire because they're both more direct examinations of America's drug trade. They're sort of using the same subject matter. And also they ran for similar lengths of time, uh, about five seasons. The Sopranos, it had started earlier in the 90s. Mm -hmm. It ran for much longer than the other two shows. And it just doesn't really zero in on the same uh, subject matter. So I think that's why The Wire and Breaking Bad are easier to compare rather than the more general area of serialized dramas. There are definitely a lot of similarities with Breaking Bad and The Wire. I think you could say, whereas The Wire has the tragic hero, I would argue that Breaking Bad has the anti-hero. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. And this is the perfect opportunity for me to confess that I actually did not get all the way through Breaking Bad. I watched the first half of the series and I willfully decided to stop watching. Why did you decide to stop watching? I did not care for the show hmm. because I felt like it was too manipulative of the viewer's feelings in terms of heightening the suspense to the point of anxiety. And I felt like that was a cheap trick. A cheap trick? Yeah. Okay, so Walter White's cancer? Was that what was making you feel too high? Or was it too much, like, in-your-face drama and action? I think it was the too much in-your-face drama. But this is something we can get into as we continue to have this conversation. But what I just want to say was that you rightfully pointed out McNulty is our tragic hero. Walter White is our anti-hero. And the reason I can agree with that is because I so disliked Walter White for the parts of Breaking Bad that I did watch. So I think to 
to sort of start to position ourselves in the first episode of both seasons or of both shows, we see our main character have sort of a series of wrongs happen to them. McNulty, to McNulty, these are a set of perceived wrongs. And to Walter, I mean, I think those are true wrongs. True wrongs. Like, I mean, the guy does get cancer. That is horrifying. Um, I think it's either episode one or two, they're in the store with his son who is disabled. Mm-hmm. And there's this group of teenage boys making fun of his son. He's emasculated a number of times um, by his boss, by his wife, by his um, brother-in-law, Hank, who is, of course... Hyper-masculine. Hyper-masculine. Um, and, and then, again, to McNulty, he... McNulty feels like the world is against him because he's always the smartest guy in the room. Right. So that's where we work from. Breaking Bad definitely uses a lot of the same type of literary elements as does The Wire. For example, symbolism, a lot of imagery in Breaking Bad, and of course this element of the hero, and, of, and they are using the anti-hero, mm-hmm. which is different than the tragic hero, and you touched on it by saying you didn't like Walter White. Right. I think we can draw the point of difference as the tragic hero has flaws but are, you know, wanting to do good. The anti-hero in a lot of ways, those flaws are less forgivable. We we are less likely to um to like the anti-hero than we are the tragic hero. Right. I think for Walter White, a lot of his um, misfortune feels like he brought it on himself. Like, or, or he seems maybe angrier. Obviously, he didn't bring cancer on himself. But, I mean, there's, there's a lot of scenes where he's in trouble and it's because he's pushed the envelope but in an unlikable way, unlike McNulty who pushes the envelope but we still are rooting for him. Somehow. Yeah, I think McNulty pushes the envelope for a greater good. Right. Maybe it's because McNulty is is on the good side, quote-unquote, as a cop. Maybe, you know, maybe that's... Maybe. Internally, that's what we're thinking. That's true. I mean, we come into these shows with our preconceived notions of good side, bad side, and McNulty on the side of the law in our preconceptions, that's the side of good, and then Walter White on the side of the drug dealer is our preconceived side of bad. Mm-hmm. The other character that's in Breaking Bad is, of course, Jesse. And to me, Jesse is closer to the tragic hero than the anti-hero. For, I think at the end of the show, and you don't know this because you didn't watch the whole thing, <laughs> but I think a lot of viewers were still rooting for Jesse at the end. And it's just something about him, him seeming like a good guy, even though he's... And he, maybe it's because he kind of gets roped along in Walter White's, you know, schemes. Schemes and... I like his angry masculinity or something like that. A yeah. lot of what Walter White does is like trying to prove himself. Another similarity that both shows have are that in each of their pilots, there is the quote, you missed a spot. When Walter White is being told by his doctor that he has cancer, uh, instead of reacting to this news, he says to the doctor, you have mustard on your shirt. You, you've missed, you missed a spot. Right, and then in The Wire, that happens when McNulty says to the judge, you missed a spot, mustard on his tie. Yeah. To me, this is obviously an homage from Breaking Bad to The Wire. And I read it differently. Uh, my interpretation is that 
I think I said this in one of our other podcast episodes that the you missed a spot is an allusion to the institutional messiness that The Wire um, examines. So if we're going to apply that to Breaking Bad, I think that you missed a spot is an allusion to the institutional messiness of healthcare. Hmm. That's what gets the whole plot going is that Walter White needs to pay for his cancer treatment. That's right. Well, and there is that comic um, out there. Have you ever seen it where it's like the plot of Breaking Bad in any other country besides the U.S.? The doctor says, you have cancer, Mr. White. And then he says, oh, dear. And then the doctor says... And here's your healthcare for free. Yeah, so. exactly. Interesting. So what are some of the differences of Breaking Bad and The Wire? I'd say one of the main differences in terms of narrative style is that The Wire uses what they call the Dickensian effect, where it kind of follows one character after another. There's a shifting perspective there. Mm. Whereas Breaking Bad focuses through one protagonist for the duration mainly of the show. Right. And it would have been interesting actually to think about Breaking Bad if that had had that Dickensian method because it would have been interesting to see, for example, Skylar's season of, you know, where it's her point of view or perhaps Jesse's. And I think, I mean, I guess it's not a missed opportunity, but it would have been an, an interesting way to do the show. Yeah, it would have been a very interesting way to do the show. Um, other differences, I think, just general style. Um, my hypothesis is that The Wire rewards the patient viewer, whereas Breaking Bad rewards the impatient viewer. And what I mean by that is that Breaking Bad is much more likely to make use of things like suspense and cliffhangers, whereas The Wire doesn't engage so much with those devices. That's true. Um, I remember the first time I watched the pilot of Breaking Bad, I was kind of thrown by how all intense it was right off the bat like it was it's not a slow burn at all no it's not a slow burn and there's a, there's like action in almost every single episode yeah and even just the very pilot that opening scene starts cliffhanger you know it needs to work backwards to get you to the point where the show opens mm -hmm. um which is radically different than the way that the wire tells its story that's true. I also feel like um, anytime I know somebody who loves Breaking Bad and I find out they haven't watched The Wire, I always want them to watch The Wire because I feel like The Wire is just that bit deeper. Mm -hmm. Like Breaking Bad is so obvious on so many levels and you don't get to know the characters in depth like you do with The Wire. Yeah, I agree. Which is, I think, part of the reason why some people so dislike some of the characters of Breaking Bad. I mean, Skylar, Walter White's wife, is possibly one of the most hated female characters on television ever. Right. And in The Wire, I don't know that we are inclined to hate any of the characters. And we'll have this conversation in another episode about least likable characters from The Wire. But nobody is outright vilified. I think the characters are just more fleshed out in The Wire versus mm -hmm. Breaking Bad. Yeah, you're right. I feel like if we had had a deeper examination of Skylar, we might have been more compassionate towards her. Such as like at first when we hate Bodie, we get to we get to know him over the course of seasons, and then he's just this more uh, layered character, right? With a better story arc. And in The Wire, if we think at first that we hate Rawls, we eventually see these more compassionate moments where he's <laughs> telling McNulty, "This isn't on you." Or, you know, he's providing comic relief. And there are these levities that make us less likely to hate someone in The Wire. 
Absolutely. Let's let's check out that clip from Rawls where he tells McNulty it's not on him. Okay. Listen to me, you fuck. You did a lot of shit here. You played a lot of fucking cards, and you made a lot of fucking people do a lot of fucking things they didn't want to do. This is true. We both know this is true. You, McNulty, are a gaping asshole. We both know this. Fuck if everybody in CID doesn't know it. But fuck if I'm going to stand here and say you did a single fucking thing to get a police shot. You did not do this, you fucking hear me? This is not on you. No, it isn't, asshole. Believe it or not, everything isn't about you. And the motherfucker saying this? He hates your guts, McNulty. So you know if it was on you? I'd be the son of a bitch to say so. So now that we've sort of drawn some compare and contrast between the two shows, I think we can talk about Complex Magazine's evidence that they put forth. And they actually released two videos, each of which was a countdown of top 10 reasons why show A was better than show B. So they did one where The Wire was better and they did one where Breaking Bad was better. And we'll put the, um, the article in our show notes so that people can watch those videos. But let's talk first about the reasons that they gave for why The Wire was better some of which I think are legitimate and some of which are not legitimate. Right. Reason number one, The Wire hired the most respected crime novelist of its era. Definitely agree with that. They really used expert writers that had worked in these institutions. Which is probably why it's such an interesting show to look at from this literary perspective that we're looking at. I mean, it, it was written by a true novelist who understands all of these different elements. Mm -hmm. um, next reason is that the theme song of The Wire is better. So, I don't know, maybe that's true, maybe that's not. I don't think that's really an argument for it being a better show, that's just Complex Magazine's opinion. Yeah, I, I, don't, think, I don't think we're gonna give that one merit. No. The next one is that The Wire chronicles the failure of an American city, Baltimore, whereas Breaking Bad is just another white anti-hero. Yeah, uh, that's got some merit to it. I think mm -hmm. we talked about that a little bit as we were getting into this conversation, um, that The Wire is a more nuanced look at a whole institutional failure, mm -hmm. whereas Breaking Bad doesn't really get to that level, I don't think. No, I don't think it does either. Um, the next reason that Complex Magazine gives is that The Wire has Omar, and Obama likes Omar. Well, and so does Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. I mean, Omar is great, but that doesn't make it a better show. No, it doesn't. The next reason would be that The Wire is both relevant and significant without the boost of ratings, awards, publicity, which is an interesting idea, and I, uh, I think you could touch on that a little bit more. Yeah, I agree with that, because Breaking Bad, one of its um, primary characteristics when it was gaining popularity was that people were binge-watching it, and it became hyper-popular in the collective consciousness. The Wire never did that, and it still was so critically acclaimed. You know, it didn't have to go through that flashpoint of everyone coming on board at the same time, which, you know, that is kind of what happened with shows like Game of Thrones, which we talked about mm -hmm. a little bit at the beginning of this. Is um, There are other shows undergoing these kind of, um, cult, like, resurgences, I guess, but The Wire came about before that and was able to stay culturally relevant without without right. it. 
One interesting thing that just made me think of this um, is that, you know, Twin Peaks was on Netflix. It got binge watched and now they're doing a remake of Twin Peaks. It would, I wonder, I mean, if The Wire ever went on Netflix, could they do a remake? You know, there's something almost blasphemous about even thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll move on then. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, so Breaking Bad didn't find its identity until halfway through the series, whereas The Wire knew right from its very episode, very first episode. I can't really speak to that because I only watched the first couple of seasons of Breaking Bad. So Bailey, do you have an opinion about that? I, I actually feel like The Wire had its identity and kind of lost it near the end, like in season, the end of season four and season five. Yeah. Whereas Breaking Bad... To me, maybe because it wasn't so in-depth and it wasn't so symbolic and it, it wasn't quite as well written, um, it did seem like a more cohesive show to me. That's interesting. So maybe that we'll talk that one up to a tie between the two. One found its identity and one lost its identity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the next reason that Complex Magazine gives is that The Wire has well-written female characters, which is absolutely true. And Breaking Bad has... I can think of two only mediocrely written female characters. Yeah, I, I don't think Breaking Bad treated its female characters very well. I mean, Skylar and her sister are the two sort of main female protagonists, and they're brutal. They're both seen as these, like, super controlling... Shrill. Yeah, I mean, they fit every bad stereotype of women. Exactly, and they're just each very one-note Totally one note. Totally one note. Whereas in The Wire, we have interesting characters like Kima, like Ronnie. Even Naaman's mom. Even Naaman's mom that have multiple motivations, multiple characteristics, and personality traits that exist simultaneously, even contradictorily within one person. And you just don't see that in Breaking Bad. Yeah, I agree. The Wire has appearances from Jim Jones and Method Man. Uh, again, I mean, I think that's awesome, but definitely not a credit to it being a better show. Doesn't make it a better show. And the next reason from Complex Magazine is that The Wire has more great characters. Um, it, it does probably have more characters in general. Yeah. Um, the cast is huge for The Wire. I don't know if, I mean, it's just a matter of opinion about whether The Wire has more that are great. I think it does, but that's still kind of debatable. Mm-hmm. I, I think... On a very high level, The Wire doesn't have as many exciting characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're like Gus, for example, from Breaking Bad, was an amazing character. Very interesting, very complex, but it's kind of where, I mean, they, they just, again, it, there's not enough there. It's, it's not deep enough. That's fair. Finally, the Complex Magazine's final um, theory is that the Wire's finale is better than Breaking Bad's. And I haven't seen the finale of Breaking Bad, so I'm not sure. Bailey, what do you think? I disagree with Complex Magazine quite wholeheartedly. So I'm, you think Breaking Bad's finale is better? Yeah, I do. I do. I think Breaking Bad's final season on the whole was stronger and better than The Wire's. Well, I mean, it says something that I can hardly remember the finale of The Wire. Yes. And it says something that I've watched the entire series about ten times Almost except for season five. I hardly ever watch season five. Yeah. And I think down the road in this podcast, we will have an episode, what was up with season five. Totally. 
So that's complex. That was their summary. So we think they've got maybe five or six truly valid reasons about why The Wire was better. Yeah. So we're not going to go through the list of why Breaking Bad is better, according to Complex Magazine, because this is a podcast about The Wire. And that would just be us reading lists for the whole podcast. And that's not fun. No, that's not fun or interesting. Uh, So I think what we can do now is have a debate. Yeah. About whether Breaking Bad or The Wire is better. I am going to take the position that Breaking Bad is better. And I'm going to take the position that The Wire is better. So we're going to have a debate. Me, Bailey, I'm going to take the position that Breaking Bad is the better show. And me, Kelly, I'm going to take the position that The Wire is the better show. And we should probably just put it out there that we both think The Wire is the better show. But for the interest of the debate... We're going to have one of us take each side. Right. So I think uh, as proven by Emmys, my first point is that the acting on Breaking Bad is amazing. And there are, there's lots of Emmys to prove this. I will give you that the acting is very strong in Breaking Bad. However, I'm going to limit it to Brian Cranston mm-hmm. and... Aaron, what's his name? The guy who plays Jesse. <laughs> I don't know what his name is. Google it. Anyway, so they're both very strong actors. They won a lot of awards. I think The Wire has strong acting as well. It just was less recognized by the Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that, I mean like the body that gives out Emmys and things like that. Right. I mean, maybe. I guess... Uh, like, because The Wire is more subdued and it is a slower burn, maybe, I don't know, I, I, like, can you act that as much as you can act such high drama that Breaking Bad has? That's true. It's, there's very few moments where in The Wire the actor gets to the extremes of emotion that you see in Breaking Bad. That's true. Yeah. I mean, Breaking I shouldn't Bad- say that. I'm giving you <laughs> your point. I know. And then I was like, that's true. Uh, so, I mean, maybe that's just the differences of the shows and, and, like you said, kind of playing to... But what's better in terms of how The Wire does it is that The Wire's characters are extremely believable for their acting. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that somebody like Walter White exists. I believe mm. that somebody like McNulty exists. Interesting. Well, I mean, in The Wire, it is... When after you've read Homicide, you can see that there was definitely some real people that was that were being pulled from for the wire. Yeah. So. Um, now the other really interesting thing about Breaking Bad that I didn't notice until uh, an ex-boyfriend I was watching the show with pointed it out to me is that there's a lot of um, super high level of symbolism with colors and cinematography in Breaking Bad that the wire doesn't have. Well. I know that Breaking Bad does that with their color palettes. For instance, that sister of Skylar yeah. wears purple, purple 100,000 times. Yeah. Um, but I feel that in Breaking Bad, it gets to the point where they beat you over the head with it. And I think that we shouldn't discount The Wire's cinematography in a more subtle way. For instance, that shot that we discussed a couple weeks ago with Rawls looking into the pane glass and you can just see his reflection like Mm -hmm. how stunning that is as a piece of cinematography right that doesn't you know diagram out its symbolism for the viewer 
That's, yeah, I guess that's true. I, I think Breaking Bad does have moments of really interesting cinematography in, in a more subtle way as well. Um, especially at the beginning of the seasons, they like to, they like to cut to the future. Uh, for example, I can't remember exactly what season it is, but there's a shot of a teddy bear in the swimming pool and it's, and there's like a wreckage of it of the house and there's like there's been this horrible fire and all sorts of things um and then it cuts to the present day and then that whole season leads up to what that original shot was that's exactly the kind of technique that i don't like <laughs> it's too obvious it's for you. too obvious but it's also you know it's the low-hanging fruit to use that metaphor it it hooks the viewer in in a way that's like a trick you know, they show you the carrot and then they give you the stick. I just don't like it. <laughs> You're very passionate about the low-hanging fruit situation. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. Well, so my next counterpoint is that I think Breaking Bad very deeply explores the relationship between emasculation and violence. I mean, Walter White, uh, as he's being emasculated, you see his violence get increasingly more intense. Yep, good point. I don't think we should discount the way that The Wire treats the same subject matter with a little bit more nuance. For instance, <laughs> we see the hypermasculine street culture of the Barksdale crew, um, the way that D'Angelo is, you know, jived all the time for being soft, mm -hmm. that there is this expectation of, you know, be a soldier, be a man on the street. Mm -hmm. And I think it takes a flat mind to just immediately align emasculation with increasing violence. I don't think that's the nuanced argument. I mean, and in, in, in The Wire, probably the most quote-unquote masculine character in terms of violence and hyper-masculinity is Omar, and, and he's gay, which would go against the definition of toxic hypermasculinity. Right. And so these are the kind of more interesting arguments. I'd rather see that than this um, you know, exponential relationship between being emasculated and being violent. I don't think that's interesting. Okay. Okay. I mean, both shows show sort of this bumbling masculine side of law enforcement. It, Hank in Breaking Bad and Herc in The Wire draw parallels for me. They're very similar. Yeah, I can that, see that. There's all sorts of similarities, including what they actually sort of look like. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I don't know if that makes an argument for one show being better than the other. Well, I think my big takeaway from this debate is that you despise obvious <laughs> uh, imagery, symbolism. I, I think I've learned that you really like a nuanced take on things. That's true. And my big takeaway is that I maybe should give Breaking Bad more of a chance. Yeah. I mean, it is good television. It's not The Wire. I, I know it's good television, but it was anxiety-producing television. Yeah. I mean, you also thought that reality <laughs> show, or that fictional show about reality shows was anxiety-producing. So I think... This is why I need to go for a slow burn <laughs> television show. I need time for my emotions to acclimate to the plot. <laughs> I think you just need to be less involved in your show. Although I do have to say that when, when I had gotten through the end of The Wire, I felt like I was losing friends. And I did have dreams about like McNulty and Kima and the crew for a, a while. Me too. Still to this day. Yeah. At this 
hopefully sparks debate. We, we've probably offended the majority of people who watch Breaking Bad and think it's the better show. Yeah, well, if you haven't, I have. <laughs> uh, but we want to hear from you anyway. Tell us, uh, tell us why Breaking Bad is better or tell us why we're right and that The Wire is better. So you can tweet at us at Rewired Podcast. You can also email us, podcast.rewired at gmail.com. And we look forward to hearing from you and hearing some more evidence for both sides of this debate. Yeah. Also, shout out to Michael K. Williams. He retweeted us this week. And that was really exciting. That was amazing. Uh, So see you next time, way down in the hole. This podcast was written, produced, edited, and put together by Bailey Reed and Kelly Reed. We use the Opinion app, so thanks Opinion, you're awesome. You can find our theme music on SoundCloud, Way Down in the Hole, and all of the materials that we looked at today are in our show notes. Thanks for listening.